again, if we're talking about advance in, in a qualitative fashion, yes. uh, the advance of a, it really depends. There, right, let, okay, let's put things in, in, in a larger perspective. Right, Shimon, I don't know the year that the Sharyosha came out. Um, what? What was it? I don't know, 20, 30 something. I really don't remember. Okay. But 10, 15 years later, big projects. Were, were possible, and they were possible primarily through uh, the establishment of Medina Israel by the fact that there was relative peace in the global population of of, of, of from people, and they were able to like to put their minds together. And yeah, there might not be there might not have been one Rav Shimon who worked on the encyclopedia, but there were a lot of very very bright people. There was Rav Zevin, Rav Zevin Epstein, even a very young Rav David Cohen, and they were able to put their minds together to come up. With, yeah, with, with an incredible, incredible uh, reference work that you can imagine, you can imagine was, was beyond the scope, the scope of the generations, of the generations beforehand. Ah, so you cannot, you're not being serious, are you? That what? That this was? You don't? Well, uh, I, uh, you had the Pachad Yitzchak, you had the Stei Chemek. Happens to be that this is somewhat more scholarly, but it's not. First of all, it's not a new Much more, but second, it's not a question about scholarship. It's a question about or, uh, using a whole number of brains together and organized in a way, just again, like, like a modern day, uh, of Rebbe or Ravina Rabashi, to actually get the best people working on the best things and having proofreaders and organizers. All this is a byproduct of a modern world and a modern approach. Whereas, again, it's actually, I, I think your, what you just said proves my point. The Pachad Yitzchok from Rav Yitzchok and from and from Seichebet from Chaim Medini are 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 like <laughs> rambling shambling books, right? That like where is Lifneiver Lavashel in in the uh, in the Seichebet? It's under Vav, right? If you go under Vav, because it's the passage that's Lifneiver, and that's where you're going to find it. But you're also going to find topics like Chometz and Mila, like in 25 different places. And some places he's going to give you things that really run off. Uh, in areas that were completely not relevant. Chabatskar um, loved to stay Chabat, you know, and he helped, Lubavitcher helped uh, make sure it stayed in print. It's actually, it's actually an example of, of, of how a one-man show doesn't work. Uh, it, it's still a great place for, for star lovers to go to, but it, in terms of what it works. So what I'm saying is brilliance, no, but organization... Before I disagree with you, before I disagree with you, so I want to point out that I made a mistake. I was not being uh, precise. The, the new, the latest there was probably that of the rugged trucker. But very few people have access to it. All right. So, okay, so this is an, okay, but we're okay, I, you know, it's interesting. I gave this whole introduction about what I wanted the topic to be, and I think we've already we're going in a whole different area here. I I was asking you again. I'm willing to to to, to write the ship a little bit here. No, no, wait. Before you write the ship, the encyclopedia for years be, until until this recent fellow took over uh, for Dr. Steinberg. It was it was very lumdish. It was the lump they said it was a place for Kevin Rashi Yeshiva to dump their lumdus. You know, and that's why it's a- you're talking about I see it right behind you, those yellow books yes. that are behind you. Yeah. So you're saying that the encyclopedia itself has gone through changes oh, since yes, the sure. Oh, you didn't yeah. It's because okay. it's gotten much more back to basics since since those years and that's why they're putting out many more volumes. I'm way behind in okay. the volumes. Okay, so the way I understand it from what Rabbi Zevin himself writes is that he 
figured out who was the best people to write on certain topics. And some of these, some topics were written 30, 40 years ago, but they hadn't gotten up to the right letter to insert it. Um, and whenever you have an encyclopedia, of course, there's going to be a difference in terms of who is, is, is producing that specific letter or that specific topic. However, you do have an Uber editor who tries to streamline it and at least tries to put things in a way where the average person can now know so much more about a topic in learning that he never never would have known before. And that is an advancement uh, in, 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 in terms of what – now, what do you do with that knowledge? Do you now become the next Rav Shimon and, and develop that? Uh, that's something else. But at least your access to information. So what I would say is – True, there was not the type of brilliance, but there was a new way of collating the information and allowing more people to really have a heck if in shas than they or in shas material that they otherwise wouldn't have had. You know, uh, let's say let, let's go let's 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 connect this topic with the original topic, which is that I, I got into trouble recently on Facebook when I said. I'm not, you get into trouble? <laughs> yeah, I'm not so, when I wrote about the women seem unusual line, I said, I'm not, 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 uh, so, you know, uh, not, not a big fan of this, uh, personally, and I'm, well, I'm not a fan of Dafyomi in general. And I said that, uh, yeah. I just want to say for the people who don't realize who we're talking with, both of us are my, are Dafyomi Makideshiurim for many, many years. And Rabbi Yosef, I think you started your Dafyomi Shir, was it in 1980? What was it? 1990. 1990. And, and you've had it continuously for how many years? 11 years. 11 years. Okay. And I have been doing you know, Dafyomi is part of the Ruben Shastelil, uh, and then I did it as, as a magachir for the last seven and a half, whatever. Now we're on our our second uh, cycle. We'll see. And I, again, I'm ag- I agree. We both agree that we're not such big fans of it, which is a topic for some other time. But go ahead. You're not a big fan of Dafyomi. I understand why Kodesh Baruch Hu had put Dafyomi into Klai Yisrael's uh, uh, psyche because obviously you can't. The, the event of having 90,000 people all together and one, once every seven and a half years is not happening with almost any other limbo, no matter how practical it is. But if it were up to me, and I was alive at the time where Mayor Lublin, Mayor Shapiro, uh, Shapiro I would have said we should have a Yaakov Yomi and Orach HaShulchan Yomi because that would okay. be much more, much more um, beneficial for the Rov Hamon Beis Yisrael, both men and women. I, I, I agree. I actually was. Uh, I actually have an article that uh, uh, that I wrote for a certain very important Torah English magazine, and I talked about how even at the uh, the convention itself, that it wasn't so poshut <coughs> that everybody was applauding what Rav Meir Shapir wanted. The <coughs> Chavetz of course, had different ideas, which he already committed officially to, which was the Rif Yoimi. Uh-huh. Which is what, which what he thought would be great for Balabatim was to learn Rif because we used to get the time of the Shas, which is similar to the Enyak of what you're saying, but I think maybe even sort of a better way, especially as it, uh, it can lend itself to a lot of individual stuff. Okay, so you're not a big fan of the Dafyomi. No, the high no, so go from there. So therefore what? So something you should really, so the, what people have to do is create, um, um, you know, Art School had a few years ago this project I was involved with. I don't know, I don't think you were involved with the Daily Dose. Uh, yes, I'm sure. Yeah, so. I wasn't involved with it, but I know that, uh, I know you contributed mightily to it. Yes. Go ahead. So, 
Something like that is what Am Yisrael needs, and of course Am Yisrael start doing it because uh, the the person who funded it only funded it for three cycles. But Am Yisrael needs something which is going to give people uh, uh, every day. My problem with Chok Yisrael is that it was um, it was finite. In other words, you had to repeat over and over again the same cycle. But uh, in, to something which is open ended and at least uh, much cycles more than a year at a time. Something which adds to the Yirash Shamayim, to the Avoyas Hashem, to the knowledge of Aloha, and the knowledge of Ashkafa each and every day. And that okay, is something which we do not have. Uh, okay, so, so my question again was, what should be, um, um, yeah, what should, my question was, what should be this farm that we're riding? And you think that we should get people to work on, uh, sort of like, uh, do, like a daily dose type of thing where we, there, that, that the average Bala boss has access or man or woman has the access to a, a safer that cogently puts together aspects of halacha and a little bit of, of, of makshava and, and some learning as well. And if those are this farm cholesterol needs because those are the farm that people are going to get the most out of. That's the answer to your question. That's the answer to my question, right? Okay. I'm you know, did your... you know that there's a book of 400 pages called something like Emek HaSufganiyot? Okay, so... All about so, Sufganiyot and Hanukkah? Okay, so that gets into the other... which the Emek HaSufganiyot I don't have yet. Uh, it's possible I would buy it if I saw it. Surprise, but, doesn't need that. Uh, but let's talk about what Emek HaSufganiyot is probably a, a descendant of. Emek HaSufganiyot is a product of what happened post-Encyclopedia Talmudis, where basically because of Encyclopedia Talmudis, which gave people a lot of uh, information in one spot, Rabonim, like Rav Cohen, I forgot, I think it was Rabbi Yosef Cohen, is that his name? Came out with, I think, the first version of that, which is Erev Pesach Shachal B'Shabbos, a whole safer of Erev Pesach Shachal B'Shabbos, and that spawned a whole cottage industry of specialized svarim on specific topics, right? And you can see from the Meyer McClaimus and all those farms that they're all stealing from everybody else. But in, in those places, what is vegetarianism and halacha? What is, the, again, specialized svarim, but sometimes even on big topics, Ribis, I think that's what's occurred. It, it, it isn't just as, as, as obscure as Sufganiyot, but they have, I think a lot of brain work went into creating these farm. They all have the same nusach. On the top is the basic halacha, and then you have in the footnote, uh, great harchovos yeah, about. I, I think that the Arabesh, the Avi which was of course, it's a fantastic safer, necessary safer, was Shmir Shabbos Kilchosa. Okay, yeah, okay, that's correct. Oh, although that is a, uh, again, that is a, it's a much bigger topic than, than but, but you're right, that is a, a, an example for a, a, a safer in modern vernacular. It wasn't meant to be a classic rabbinic uh, tome. It was a place where you could find answers in, in a logical sequence, in a sense, of what Echa Shabbos was. But you're right, he definitely set a template for these others for him as well, which I think turned into an ultra-specialization. And the ultra-specialization is, oh, he's the ribbus guy, he's the, uh, whatever topic is, medical balocha svarim, and eventually you get, okay, here's Sufganiyot balocha, which is a confluence of all these other things. But it's the opposite of 
let's say, the Big Deshesh, which is a safer you wrote, which says, I love Baba Basra, and I'm going to give you my Chidushim. Is there any room for these farm anymore? That's that's a question. Is there any room for those? Are you in... I think we're going to have to take this up next week because I think, I think we promised, promised the T-Board 15 minutes each. Okay, okay. now I got, I got personal, and that's the reason why you want to, you want to stop. No, I'm willing, I'm willing to take up the cudgels, but uh, I don't want to make yeah. it too long. And you have okay. a okay. But, but, okay, it's time for the... Okay, but next time. So so next time we're going to have a part two on the hit, what's going to be the fate of Svarim and, and where we should push people for. Although I'm going to tell you before we, before we sign off, I don't see you, again, when you were working on this daily dose of putting it together, I seem to remember that you were chopping at the bit in frustration over it. I don't think the best minds is, should be shifted there. I think the best minds should be the editors overlooking the grunts who are working on those daily doses. Uh, we still haven't figured out. Do you agree with me? I know we're going to talk about it more next time, but do you agree with me on that? that you think you should take these, these tremendous Bali Kishran and have them working on it? Uh-huh. Okay. Well, we'll see next time how you can justify that. So, if you like what you heard today, and again, totally unrehearsed and with a lot of uh, gaffes as well and ums and ahs, but you want to help us continue, uh, the best way is to rate and review us on whatever podcast platform you use, and that will help more people to find the program. If you have an idea for us, reach out. Uh, either uh, leaving a review or you'll see uh, the, the email site. We, get re- we greatly appreciate it because it furthers this conversation and all conversations about the issues that we care so much about. So, Agudner Shabbos Rabbi Yosef Gavriel Bechafel and Avram Yitzchok Kivalevich. That's me. So, take care. We'll see you. We'll, hopefully, this will drop today and we'll uh, hopefully take this up next day of Shabbos as well. Be well. Okay.